brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sippin' time. Hello and welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. This is a one-hour show that's allegedly entertaining for 22 minutes. We are banned in six cities, three states, and we've been asked not to return to the local mall for putting slinkies on the escalators. Don't we have a right to face our accusers? I... Who's alleging this? I was actually, yeah, I was actually evicted from a store for doing that. They said it wouldn't work. We put 30 of them on there and watched it for five minutes. It was awesome. Security guard came up and said, gentlemen, we need to have you leave. And I said, okay, but come on. And the security guy looks and goes, yeah, it's awesome. So, (laughs) (laughs) all right, this is Made Man Bob. And joining me today are Made Man Maury. Good morning, Bob. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I love the Irish theme we've created in the basement today. Isn't it nice? <laughs> and good old boy, Justin. Good morning, Bob. Top of the morning to you. <laughs> Welcome to the basement. And Mr. Happy Harmeet. Potatoes everywhere. Oh, God. All right. Well, Maury and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals. With representation in eight states, our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. Check us out on Facebook at The Bourbon Mafia. And our show is sponsored in part by Fine Spirits of Cooper City, Florida, home of the animatic machine, serving great wines, whiskeys, and other spirits by the glass. You can find them at where? www.finespirits.net or facebook.com slash finespirits. There you go. Roll Tide. And our show is also sponsored in part by the Florida Whiskey Society. To form more, find out more about the Society and their events, you can visit us at ftlws.com. Or on Facebook, Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society. There you go. Or on the bathroom wall in pretty much any bar in the South Florida region. But, yeah. <laughs> Well, we, were, we we took over a bar last night in South Florida. Well, we went in and erased where it says Maury's name and for a good time mm-hmm. call. <laughs> our, our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, and coffee. Today's show is a takeover show, and we are going to be talking about Irish whiskey. Come on, quiet man. You, you guys, you couldn't find better Irish music? No, I can find that silly Irish music, you know? I don't want to deal with that. What's the matter? You don't like John Wayne? Come on, man. Don't talk over the music. <laughs> I was enjoying it. You're killing me. <laughs> All right, we're going to cover some background on the brands that we're going to be tasting, as well as... Uh, you know, just about Irish whiskey in general. And our samples today were graciously provided to us by Michael Egan from Beam Suntory. And here's a short list of what we're going to be tasting today. We've got Tyrconnell 10-year original. We've got Tyrconnell 10-year sherry finish. We've got Tyrconnell 10-year Madeira finish. Tyrconnell 10-year port finish. And Tyrconnell 16-year limited edition. Nice. You always say it's a short list, but isn't it just the list? No, because we've had a longer list. list. When we did four roses, we did ten. Yeah. And when we did uh, John Milroy, I think we did eight or nine. So, yeah, this is a short list for us. Well, are you kidding? I think this is good. I think this is a good number. I'd what, like to what these two out. knuckleheads last, had last night at the bar, this is a very short list. <laughs> yeah, this is the right. first 20 minutes after they walked <laughs> it, into the place. It's so much cheaper being able to you know come to the show and not, not having to hire a lift or something. <laughs> Speaking of Mr. Happy, why don't we have Maury tell us a little bit about the history of Tyrconnell? Thank you, Bob. The Tyrconnell traces its roots back to 1876 when R.M. Delamere entered his horse named Tyrconnell in the National Produce Stakes Horse Race. 
Turconnell raced his way to a surprise victory, and a local family of distillery owners, the Watts family, chose to commemorate the occasion by creating a limited edition small batch whiskey named after that famous horse. Originally intended to be a one-time only release, the Tyrconnell became their most popular whiskey. In the years before Prohibition, the Tyrconnell was said to be the best-selling Irish whiskey in the United States. Sadly, with the advent of Prohibition, the brand was discontinued. Luckily for all of us, when Dr. John Teeling recommissioned the Cooley Irish Whiskey Distillery, the Tyrconnell was one of the Irish whiskey brands that Cooley brought back into production. Today, each bottle still bears the same commemorative label celebrating Tyrconnell's historic victory. In the Irish language, the word Tyr, Canale, comes from Tyr, meaning land of, and Canale, the name of a king of the northwest of Ireland back in the 5th century. He was the son of the famous Nail of the Nine Hostages. The kingdom survived until 1601 and covered the modern-day county of Donegal and large portions of the surrounding counties. Unlike most Irish whiskey, which is traditionally triple distilled, the Tyr Canal is a double distilled Irish single malt whiskey. The makers feel that the double distillation lets the Tyr Connell retain more of its character and flavor. Today, the Cooley Irish Whiskey Distillery and their brands, including the Tyr Connell, are now owned by Beam Suntory. And that's some information on the history of Tyr Connell. Now I'm going to let Bob tell you a little bit more about our SIPS ratings in his best Irish accent. Nice. Bob hasn't done one of these in a long time. Bring it, Bobby Joe. All right, we're going to be tasting, discussing these whiskeys and rating them with our six ratings and our signature sounds. And here they are now. Number one. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. I feel you needed to warm up a little bit, but go ahead. I don't think that that man's from Ireland. Number two. Nice, but what else do you have? Well, isn't that nice? Three sips. Interesting. What else is this again? Interesting. Four sips. Let's when, you, when, keep... you, when you speak like an Irishman, you can't read. <laughs> let's, let's, I can't read because I'm not. Yeah, I can't do two things at one time. Uh, let's keep a secret this, uh, this to ourselves. Pour me another. That's classified. And five sips. I know where the IRA is hidden. Oh, sorry. Wrong one. Uh, five sips. Oh, my. I was unaware anything could be this good except blue clovers and green stars. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. We're going to get hate mail. You're always after me, Lucky Charms. All right, Bob. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Let's get right into it. Uh, how about we have Justin introduce our first product for this morning? The first product we'll review is the Tyrconnell Original 10-Year. It's forty uh, percent alcohol by volume. It's got a light color by Valium. By Valium, yeah. More volume. You've been drinking, haven't you? A little bit. And uh, I had the notes that it was a floral nose, and it was really good malty on the front end, and the burn was light on the first sip, but on the second and third sips, it uh, it grew and grew like an Irish rose. And I felt a lot of the flavor on the sides of my tongue. And the more you drink, the sweeter it gets. I give it three sips. Interesting. How old was that again? Ten years. Ten years, man! Ten! Where have you been for ten years? Just saying. What movie is that from? Gross, gross Point Blank. What's wrong with you? Dude, it's so long... I haven't seen that since it came to the theaters, man. Oh, Lord. Heathen. All right, Maury, what'd you think? Well, I think it's a very well-made whiskey. It's very light in color for me. I found it to be, uh, have a light, pleasant nose with a hint of malt, but uh, a relatively um, unassuming nose. The uh, On the palate, it's got some nice viscosity. It's, it's a relatively lightweight whiskey. Uh, it's got a lot of the traditional flavors you get in Irish whiskey. Um, I didn't get much burn at all. I do think it's light, smooth, relatively sweet, has a short finish. Um, 
like a lot of Irish whiskeys, I think this is a good example. Uh, they tend to be uh, less complex and more uh, one note than, say, Scottish whiskeys. Um, and, and I thought this was a pretty nice example of an entry-level uh, Irish whiskey. I gave it a solid two sips. Well, isn't that nice? All right, Harm, what'd you think? Well, um... Thanks, Bob. The uh, the color again, you know, nothing nothing special. It's a pale gold. It's Irish whiskey. The nose, um, I got that a grassy malty nose, a little bit of honey, slight bit of nectarine at the end, which was surprising. Um, I, you know, a lot of Irish whiskeys to me, I get banana, and, and later I think I'll see exam we'll we'll get examples of that. I didn't get that banana or tropical note, but like a almost like a peach or nectarine at the very end of this one, and uh, the palate was very smooth, uh, sweet. Some some good fruit, but not much. Uh, a little bit of vanilla. Uh, the finish had a little bit of pepper, and I thought it was a little drying uh, oak, but not not a lot. Again, it's only forty proof, but uh, you know it's it's Irish whiskey, and it's pretty good Irish whiskey. So I just gave it two sips. Well, isn't that nice? All right. Well, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's a nice pale straw color um, on the nose. On the nose, I'm getting pears. It's a very fresh, clean scent. It's a very clean spirit. Um, I get some citrus. I get some spice in the back end. Um, I added water to it. It really didn't help much. Could you use a little water in your whiskey? When I drink whiskey, I drink whiskey. And when I drink water, I drink water. Yeah, I'm with him. Yeah, um, the Irish. You know, white vanilla on the finish. Um Overall, I mean, a well-made whiskey, a definitely an entry-level whiskey. Uh, yeah, I, I give it a, I give it a solid three. You know, I was I was really surprised with this one because we we're talking about Tyrconnell being double distilled rather than triple distilled. I was expecting a little more of the heavier fusel oils and the a little bit of more flavor from a double distilled whiskey. Rather I agree than, with you, and you I'm know? surprised not to see that. It's got to be it's got to be the type of stills they're using, you know. And we'll be back. Clouds and crashing surf, iridescent dunes reflecting by the light of a rising, glowing moon. Seashore mesmerizing, night breeze hypnotizing. We've come across these back roads none too soon. Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love And we're back, and we're discussing... Terracanal Irish whiskey. So we're going on to the next one. Why don't we have more introduce that one? Thank you, Bob. The next whiskey is the Terracanal Sherry Finish 10 Year. Uh, it collects in, uh, like mo most, if not all, of their cask finished whiskeys at 46% ABV. Um, this whiskey's got a nice color. It's uh, definitely got a little more copper to it. Uh, it's not quite as pale and straw colored as the uh, as the original. Um, still on the scale of things compared to many other whiskeys, it is a light color, but it does pick up a little bit more, probably from the sherry uh, butts that they're using. Um, on the nose, definitely get a little more complexity, definitely getting some some sherry notes, and uh, and of course some maltiness. Um, on the palate, it's a nice whiskey. It's got uh, a little bit more viscosity. It's got a little more mouth coating. Definitely getting some sherry notes. Definitely getting some some toffee and uh, vanilla and things of that nature. Uh, I think it's a very very well made whiskey. It's got a nice finish. It's got a pleasant finish. It's I would say moderate to long finish. Um, very very nice effort. And uh, on that, I gave it four sips. That's a big jump from the ten year old. No, you. We know about you and ten year olds. So I. I won't have. I demand the right to face my accusers, Bob. Ten years. There are too many to face, Harm. Jeez. Oh, 
<laughs> can't right, possibly just, face Justin, them all. what'd you think? I thought that um, it was very sweet. It had a longer finish compared to the other Tyrconnels we tried today. And I gave it a solid three sips. Man, that was short. <laughs> Hold on. I'm not ready. <laughs> words. We use them. <laughs> well, here, I've got some words. I I actually tasted this originally, and I gave it a different review than what I just after retasting. Um, the color, again, uh, Maury went over it. Did it get better or worse, Harmeet? It got better. That's why. I was okay, then I'll let you talk. If it got worse, I was just. Yeah, no, no. This is this is better. This is better. So uh, the color, I I went with a, a a delicate rose gold, but not that BS rose gold they ca called for Apple calls rose gold. That's just pink. This is a this is a true rose gold, and um, it was pretty. The nose I got originally, I had butterscotch and berry flavors, a uh, berry nose with candy plum. Now after breathing, it's completely different. Now I'm getting more of that toffee and, and uh, black raisins and, and, and a little bit of uh, a spice going, coming out. It's, it's changed. Air really improved this whiskey quite a bit. On the palate, uh, candied fruit, raisin, burnt sugar. Mm. Another taste. And none of that horrible sulfur you get. And some of these people use uh, uh, sherry barrels that have been... Uh, preserved with sulfur candles to keep bacterial growth down looks like they're they're filling these barrels fairly quickly i'm not getting any bad sulfur notes at all um the finish uh with air it went from a, a originally i had oaky with a slightly bitter finish with air that's all mellowed out the finish is smooth and sweet and long and uh just very pretty i went from originally two sips to four sips on this whiskey kudos that's classified. That's actually where I was as well. I initially tasted it and was a little off-put. Didn't find it initially to be much more complex than the mm -hmm. first whiskey. And then I think you're right. I didn't add any water to it. No. But definitely air, definitely time, definitely coming back to it after trying some of the other offerings. Uh, I agree. I bumped it up. Uh, I was on the fence, but uh, I, as you know, gave it four sips as well. So yeah, this, kudos. I, today I, I didn't really add water to any of these, and normally I do add water, but at 46% ABV, I normally would add some water, but because it is an Irish and, and the, the character of this whiskey, I didn't do it this time. What do you think, Bob? Did you... Uh, Oh, well, allow me to retort. Okay. Well, there you go. Don't mind if you do. I think it's got a lovely nose. The sherry notes on it are nice. I pick up raisins and currants. Um, just a hint of blackberry on it. Um, I don't get blackberry. I'll give you the currants and raisins. You're on the very back end. And then, I, you know, the oak on it. When we first opened the bottle, the oak was a little bit more present. Now it seems to have sort of went more to the back. I get a lot of ripe fruit in here, cinnamon spice on the back end. And I, I got to agree, this one, absolutely, when we first opened it, I liked it. But now that it's had a little bit of time to get some air, it's it's definitely went up. I give it a solid four. Nice. That's classified. It's rare for me to give our Irish whiskey a four sips, too. This is un, uh, unprecedented. In, yeah. Don't be a hater. All right. It's It's... The it's IRA. your turn to the, do the, the IRA killed my family. <laughs> no, that was the IRS. Yeah, the IRS <laughs> yeah. took away my family. <laughs> no, that was INS. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> We're here legally. Oh, don't get me started. Don't get me started on the. Oh dear Lord. I, I, right. If I start, if I start talking politics, I will be deported. <laughs> Justin, are you doing the Madeira cask? What's yes, going on? Our here? next product yeah. is the Tyrconnell Madeira. 10 year it's 46 percent alcohol by volume um all the tyrconnels except for the original are like a darker gold and this one's no exception um it definitely had strong madeira on the nose and um the first time i tried it it was pretty light and then after a half hour of air the madeira really came through like uh like a racehorse going for the triple crown. And I, I think you mean the, uh, what was it called? The produce cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when a cup full of produce. Awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's Ireland. It was the, the, the produce steaks. <laughs> it's Ireland. It was probably potatoes. 
<laughs> cabbage, potatoes, Produce carrots. Steak. Come on. Produce steak. Is that like an oxymoron? Is that kind of like a vegan steak? Mm. Spelling. Like jumbo shrimp. Yeah. Like a tomato steak. Beefsteak tomatoes are just a disappointment to me. Who eats those? They're good when you get good ones. They don't have them here. No, they don't have good ones here. The, the texture is bad. The, the ones here are awful. Yeah. And every, every There's no decade, real flavor to them. varieties of these things, too. I, I think we've. this is called a rabbit hole. We, have, we did a distillery called a rabbit hole, but <laughs> yes. we've gone into a rabbit hole now. <laughs> we dig, but we digress. Justin, you were saying something about whiskey. Well, but so. more, more importantly, if I may interrupt... No, we've already interrupted. <laughs> no, this is important. It's a little this late for that at this point. Beefsteak tomatoes again? <laughs> we, Bob and I, have single-handedly yeah, introduced Justin to a pure, high-quality, one-century-old Madeira. And now he speaks from a point of authority and reference. Mm. And I love his analogies about the Madeira racing through. Whereas before, if we'd have been doing this show maybe a month or two ago, he might have been making up what Madeira mm. tasted like. You know, I'd have to because I hadn't he, had well, it. Actually, didn't say, <laughs> he didn't actually say what Madeira tastes like. He just said it, it wasn't Madeira. It tastes like the hand of God, as best I can tell. That 1900 Madeira, that mom's me, we was had. Spectacular. Was for, for those oh, who wow. haven't had it, it's it's a very strong grape flavor. 117 years old and wasn't a hint of it starting to fade. No, it was spectacular. Yeah, that was crazy. Sh show me on the doll where God touched you. Right here on my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I, I think for those of you listening, um, it is important. Uh, there are many people that have not really tried these cask spirits, such as sherry, and there are at least a half a dozen types of sherry. There are at least a half a dozen types of Madeira and uh, and port. And there are a lot of people out there that just know Angel's Envy as being a port-finished whiskey, but, but maybe they've never, never tried port. port. Yeah. And uh, you now you're starting to see Cabernet wine-finished whiskeys and various other uh, wineries using their barrels. So I think it's interesting and it gives people a note of um, a, a viewpoint from which to start or a vantage point if you've tried some of those uh, underlying spirits. So I encourage any and all of you to go out there and try some ports, try some Madeiras, try some uh, Cabernet wine if you haven't been a wine drinker. And I think it'll give you a new perspective on uh, these whiskeys. Absolutely right, Maury. Thank you. Sorry to take your airtime. The only thing I had gone over is that the finish was longer when it started. And after some air, the finish shortened. Don't know why, but it was interesting. All right. How many sips? Would you rate it? I gave this one three sips. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Harm, what'd you think? Well, I'm revisiting it because I wasn't as impressed as uh, Justin was. So let me revisit. Real Would you quick. like me to talk about it while yeah, you're go, revisiting? Go ahead. You talk about yeah. that. I'll be short and sweet. Go ahead, Mr. I've already, you've never been. Well, I, I, your wife told me otherwise, but I Thanks. Yeah. Oh, I, like I don't want. I, enemies. This is a family show. That's I don't want to hear what his wife That's does. her nickname for in short yeah. and sweet. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I, I love Madeira finished whiskeys. I do love Madeira, as uh, we just talked about. And I had high hopes for this whiskey. I was expecting to like it better than the sherry finish. I will say the sherry was extremely well made. And although this one is well made, the Madeira kind of really wasn't all that for me. Um, I thought the Madeira was light on the nose, but present, even more light on the palate. Finish was short, and I agree that uh, air definitely shortened up the finish. It's a well-made whiskey. It's a nice whiskey. It's a little different than the average run-of-the-mill unfinished Irish whiskey. And by the way, this is the first set of uh, Irish whiskeys that I've seen that are finished in various uh, cask finishes. Traditionally, Irish whiskey is just Irish whiskey with various ages. So I think it's a really nice effort. I like what they're doing. I love the series. Um, between the two, I would definitely choose the Sherry over the Madeira. I gave the Madeira a solid three sips. Interesting. Okay, it's good old boy Harmeet here. Um, I came back to it and I agree with you guys. The finish did disappear. But uh, on the nose, I got more traditional at first. I got more traditional Irish whiskey nose. The uh, the I had bananas and brown sugar. Some of that same nectarine came out. Later, the Madeira started coming out. And I got tropical fruit, golden raisin coming in. And the palate was smooth. And it just wasn't spectacular, though. The finish uh, had pepper, a little bit of dry oak on it. But now after air, it's just so short kind of finished a little bit bitter to me and um i think 
I actually liked it before we let it air out, and I gave it three sips for that. Interesting. Bobby Joe? I don't think... I don't notice a difference on the... Uh, I don't notice much of a difference on the finish. Oh, there goes the phone. <laughs> I think I think the Madeira police is calling yeah. us. Yeah, I definitely... Uh, That's the distillery calling us. Say we got a bad batch. They want to replace this bottle. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely the it definitely the air affected the finish on it. Um I think the finish was a little bit better when we first opened it up, but I am I, I am enjoying this one. It's just it's perplexing to me. It's not when I've had Madeira finished whiskeys in the past, it's more of a Madeira finish. I you know, it's more of that raisiny sort of uh grapey kind of finish. And this honestly hit me more, almost like a sherry type. I'm, I mean, you're, you're, I'm detecting the wine in it, but it's not. Um, it's not. It, it it leans more away from. You know, I don't. I don't. I don't know what kind of Madeira they use. Maybe it was a Verdello. Maybe it was an Amalsmi. So it was something that was on the on drier as opposed to the sweeter side. Um, but it wasn't what I was expecting. That being said, I thought it was extremely well made. Um, I just poured some more. I think it, it's definitely better out of the bottle. Yeah, um, it's it's the, the Madeira notes are light on it. I, I I pick up some very nice rich honey on it and some orange notes. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, a lot of citrus and uh, you know, I I give it a solid three. Interesting. Yeah, if you didn't know better, you could actually mistake it for sherry whiskey. It definitely has yeah, more sherry than and, Madeira. And I think what that may be style. I, I don't. Style. Well, I don't know. It may be. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's there are very different. There are several different types of Madeira. There's Malmsey, there's Verdello, you know, and and that's what I'm thinking is maybe they're doing this with the drier type of Madeira as opposed Agreed. to the heavier, sweeter type of Madeira, and that's what's throwing me off because maybe you know that's more of what. You know, people have been doing. I was expecting more of that sweetness, grapiness, and I wasn't I, getting I it. I tend to prefer sherry over Madeira, but um, and, I mean the wines. Yeah. But uh, doesn't Madeira usually have a little higher acidity? Yeah. Mm. I'm not detecting any of that here. No. I've had some. I've had some higher acidity in some Madeira finish uh, scotches. Mm -hmm. So you can you can actually tell. But I, I think it's just the, the barrel they used. Agreed. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well. And that brings us up to our next one. So, Harm, why don't you tell us what you think about it? Well, this one I actually enjoyed uh, quite a bit more than that Madeira finish. This is the uh, port finish. Turconnell port finish, 10-year-old, 46% ABV. Again, that same rose gold color. Um, much more intense red fruit than we got on the sherry. There's that hint of banana. Um, do I? Let me just go ahead and pour some more, too. Why not? It was a very smooth entry. Thank you. Um, on the finish, or I mean, on the palate, I, I got the, the fruit and a little bit of, uh, like, what's it? Is that plum or cherry? What is that? I think it's a little hint of both. Yeah. And and there's some chocolate there, too. Some nice, it's a chocolate. And, and the finishes here on the, on the port is longer than the others we've had today. Um... It's not quite as sweet. It's actually more balanced. I think it's the longest finished of yeah. uh, any of the whiskeys we reviewed yeah. so far. This is this is solid four sips for me. I just really enjoyed this one. And I'm not a, I'm not usually a, usually a port guy. Mm. All right, Maury, what'd you think? Well, I, uh, as much as I hate to admit it, I have to agree with Harmeet. I think it's a very well made whiskey. It's got really nice balance to it. Um, it's not overly finished. But there's definitely port notes on the nose. There's definitely port notes um, throughout. Uh, it's got a beautiful long finish. Uh, nice mouth coating, mouth feel. I agree. It's got much more red fruit than any of the other uh, whiskeys we've tried today, which makes perfect sense since uh, port is uh, typically a red, fortified red wine. And uh, I really like it quite a lot. And uh, uh, again, I agree with Harmeet. Solid four sips. That's the new sound effect because Bob wasn't at the mud. <laughs> busy getting a bottle. Good lord, man. Jesus, and a guy get a bottle? Yeah, you just thirsty? ask us to hand it to you, man. You have to get up and go walk across. <laughs> you know, be careful. You might slip on the moss you in the have basement. You to ask me nicely. I do, and it doesn't get me anywhere. Mm -hmm. Oh, for 
you very much. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I asked my wife nicely. didn't get me anywhere either. I got home too late last night. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin, what do you think? While the fighters are going to the center of the room after the bell's gone off, I would say that for me it was a very subtle flavor. Um, the, the port really enhances the pour rather than defines it. Like a lot of port finished items you have. All you taste is all port. All you taste is port. Where this one just enhances the base Irish whiskey that's there. And that's and that's what it should be. So to say it in one word or less, it's balanced. Yeah. Yeah. It that's is well what balanced. it that's what that's what, what barrel finishing is, is supposed to be. Just go ahead and agree be. with him. Yeah. It's what he wants to hear. No, no, no. <laughs> no. I'm saying it's a wordy way of saying it. it's got balance. And that's, know, it's not heavy handed yeah. in any way. So yeah, many but, people uh, Maury, just I, I, they overpower it. Yeah. You know, it's they turn it from Coke to cherry coke. It's like, no, 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 no. No, you're you're trying to enhance the flavor of the whiskey. But no, no. I want to go back to Maury's comment, you know, you know, begging for for uh, um, you know validation here, sum it up in one word or less. Go ahead with less. <laughs> he just did. <laughs> he just, uh, yeah. I'll say four sips. All right, there you go. We've been drinking. I like busting people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you do less than one word? Yeah, I'll t- I'll name that tune in less than one. Well, note. you can do more than one word. Or you can do less than one word here's on less, video. Here's less than one word. Yeah. <laughs> He's telling you you're number one. I'm number one. I'm number one. You're number one. Thank you for one. Your, that wonderful gesture. For the whiskey, for this whiskey, it's this finger. Yes, for Harvey, it's near number one. It's like every time I'm driving, people always tell me I'm number one. They stick their hand out. The, oh, thank you very much. Oh, thank you very much. What's your name? Yeah, whatever. I don't have that one loaded up today. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got everything else. I, I forgot. Mm. Who, who's doing yeah. a review? What happened here? <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. You gave it four sips. How many sips did you give it, Justin? I gave it four. Me gave it four. And I'll tell you what I got when we come back. the destination. But baby, the whole elation. Riding down this lover's avenue. Slow as a willow blows, or as fast as the whirlwind grows, we glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue. Look to the left, to the right, keep your eyes on the road, my darling, wondering if we're only passing through. Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Our eyes ahead on these back roads with a view All right, and we're back. And uh, we're talking about Tyrconnell and uh, some of the whiskeys in their range. And we were talking about the 10-year port finish. 46% ABV. There you go. Um, it's got a nice color to it, you know, sort of a pale gold. Um, you guys are always going on about color. It's because you're white. You're jealous. I'm not white. I'm white. clear. You are Good clear. Good award. But I, I do want to actually make a color comment. Um, interestingly enough. I'm going to leave the room. <laughs> Our mate has a gun. I didn't say off color. No, they they, they on on the, the, the on the uh, on the news they call it, it color out. commentary. <laughs> you could be the sports guy. Okay, because I left the basement yesterday. I'm actually red today. Yeah, so. there you yeah. go. It's, it's called sunscreen. Yeah. So you shouldn't get out of the basement. That <laughs> That's right. Me. That was my mistake. Um, so what's your what's your what's your so what happens the, when Gollum leaves his cave and goes into the sun? <laughs> oh my precious! It burns! It burns! <laughs> My interesting observation, and I'm not sure whether it speaks to balance or judicious use of the f- cask finish, but all of their—I'm not whiskeys, sure it's interesting either. But <laughs> all of their whiskeys in the in the finished cask finish range have almost the identical color. Uh, I would expect that the port finish might have a little bit of a deeper color. Even the sherry yeah, typically right. picks up a little more red. They're they're either using them very judiciously, or that's the the selection of the the, 
the casks or the types of sherry or the types of uh, Madeira. But everything in the line has a, a relatively light color with the uh, original being the lightest. And the rest of them, though, all are very, very similar. You really can't tell them apart by color. Now, let or, me tell. Or they're putting in coloring agents. We don't know because there's no restrictions in um, Scotland or Ireland. In Scotland or Ireland against additives and colors. But if they were, I'd expect it to be darker. Right. I would so, expect, right. I would expect them to, to make them different more, more, more different. So, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm having trouble with the English today. It also may speak to multiple use barrels. Yeah, uh, and exactly. barrels are really tapped out and don't have much color left to give. But you can. But that's the great thing about uh, with in, we don't do this in America, but in Scotland, a lot of the private bottlers, they'll use uh, second use and third use barrels. Second use barrel will give you all the flavor of a first use, first use barrel, just not the color. It's the third use and further on is when you just they're more neutral. So a second use, you can get really great flavor. You're just not going to get all that color. Um, I would partly agree with you. You, I think you don't sec- think second use barrels give as much same. flavor? No, definitely not. Well, I mean, they, look at the wine close. industry. First fill oak versus second fill. Uh, well, that that but now we're, when you're using a, a, a bourbon barrel, uh, you're going to get that bourbon flavor out of a second fill, out of a second fill. But you're not when you do when you're talking about in the wine industry, they're talking about freshly made barrels virgin barrels that have been charred and all versus reuse but no i i I think barrels are like tea bags and every subsequent uh, cup of tea is going to be lighter in both flavor and in color I see the look on Justin's face. He was thinking the same thing I was when he said that. Yeah, he went to teabagging. You just had to to go there with that. Goodness, almost spilled my liquor. All right, so... uh, Did you give a rating? No, not yet. Did we interrupt you again? Yeah, as usual. I'm used to it at this point. All right, you were talking about color. Tell us about the palette and the finish. All right, well, I'm getting... Does it remind you of a beefsteak tomato? No, no, I get. <laughs> Does it have the texture? Of I actually get a little bit tomato. of a light. I get a little bit of a light pear on this. I get some nuts in the back end, walnuts. Don't ever say that to me. And um, I get a hint of chocolate. Way in the port, back. Port and chocolate go well together. Yeah, I didn't way, get way, way in the back. Whiskey. Um, I got chocolate on it. Yeah, in the back end. Yeah. Wait, well you, earlier you said you agreed with me. I got chocolate on this. I'll tell you the one thing that Deepest I've noticed reaches. over this and over all the others we've tried so far, mm. this one seems to have more body to it. I, it's mm. and The viscosity on this one is definitely amped, amped up. up significantly over the other. Not that there's anything wrong with the others, but yeah, I mean, this one is almost, I, I wouldn't say oily, but it's definitely it's definitely got a more, it's, more oily. It's got more body. It's voluptuous. Yeah, it's it's a voluptuous whiskey. Ooh, there's a good word. Yeah. Um, I'm getting some well, orange notes. word. Yeah. I get, I get, uh, I get. It's some, a curvy whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I get some orange. The spice is there. Mm-hmm. I get the toffee on the back end, and and the port. I think on it, it was well done. It's not, again, it's not covering anything up. It's yeah. just, it's adding and it's enhancing. Yeah. And I back, think back to validating Maury balance. Yeah, I think it's they, got yeah, balance. I think they did a very, I think they did a very good job on the finish with this one. I mean, I've, I've pretty much liked all of them, but I think as far as the finishes go that they've done, I think this one they're, they're really nailing. Um, I give it a solid four. Yeah. That's classified. All right. And we're going to move on to the last whiskey that we've got. So let me grab that one. Let me, where's that bottle? Let's, right let's, let's, let's go ahead and pour some more of that all around the table. Who's who's describing this last one? Is that you, Bob? Yep, that's me. Uh, our last one is there is the Tyrconnell. It's the sixteen year. It's uh, we pronounce Tyrconnell like six different ways. To yeah, it, right? I know. Yeah, yeah. It's Tyrconnell. Right. My, my family was kicked out of Ireland in the seventeen sixties. What do you want from me? Um, sixteen year, forty percent ABV, forty six or forty. Didn't I say forty six? No. I've been drinking. Forty six percent ABV. You can't talk and read at the same time. That's a problem nope. with this. I can't chew gum and do anything at the same time either. This yeah, one that's that's your wife's birth control pill. She gives you some chewing gum. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, this one is definitely on a different plane of the others that we've had. Uh I don't know if it's the extra six years. I don't know. We're losing him. <laughs> you all right? I crack myself up and then I drink whiskey. <laughs> It's what you get. <laughs> Gotta drink it, not breathe it. Don't yeah. breathe it, yeah. yeah. I swear. Right in the toilet with these guys. Um, this one is on a different plane. I mean, this is definitely 
serious. I mean, you can you can taste the character of it. You can tell where it came from, but it's definitely amped up. This is um, a Scotch drinker's Irish yeah, whiskey. This one's this one's got some serious bones to it. On the nose, I'm picking up a lot of uh, honey. I get some apple notes on it, and I get a, just a hint of cherry in the back. It's uh, it's got a nice color on it. Not much different from the others, but uh, it's it's you know just slightly darker. I think. I think this benefited from air too. Yeah, this one definitely. This one's really opened up from when I first poured it, and I liked it when I first poured it. But you know, on the palate. Mm. really much more heavy of a body to it the spice is really nice um i get stewed apple on the back end uh this is a really solid whiskey i give this a solid four that's classified what'd you think Mark? i agree with most of what you said if not all of it i think it was uh delicious it was uh probably most my of, favorite most of the whole flight allow me to retort okay then uh, it was my favorite of the flight, although the uh, the, the port finish did uh, did rival it. Uh, this one is a serious whiskey drinker's whiskey. Um, a lot of people are not necessarily Irish fans and will say, ah, I'm a scotch drinker, I'm a bourbon drinker, I'm not an Irish whiskey drinker. I think this is a whiskey that can appeal to just about anybody out there. And if uh, you're not a big Irish whiskey drinker and you want to pick up something for your uh, collection from the Tyrconnell collection. I think this is a perfect place to start. The 16 year old's beautifully made. It's very complex. It's well balanced. It's got nice mouthfeel. Maybe just slightly less viscous than the port finish um, in terms of viscosity, but it's a uh, it's a beautiful whiskey, and uh, I give it solid four sips. I really uh, can't find anything wrong with it. That's classified. The bottle's no longer full. There's something wrong with it. All right. I wish they sent us a bigger bottle. Yeah, definitely. All right, uh, Justin, what do you think? I think if this whiskey were an actor, it would be Sean Connery. It's cheeky. It's a classic. And it had nice caramel. <laughs> Sorry. On it. yeah, I'm, he's yeah. reaching. What's yeah, going yeah, he's, on? You lost me on that one. It had like, <laughs> great mouthfeel. Oh, what do you know about Sean Connery and mouthfeel? I'm a little <laughs> confused. All I know, is, all I know really... Justin is a frustrated writer who went to law. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah, but Bob's been drinking. He can't find the right buttons anymore. What, uh, yeah. I, where's, I, where's my ding, ding, ding? I don't know where, the, where he's, where he's, I, I'm kind of speechless. I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to know where uh, Sean Connery's mouthfeel comes into this. <laughs> I think we found the title of this episode. So Sean Connery's mouthfeel. Yeah. I yeah. Think so. Dear Lord. <laughs> so how many sips? I give it four sips. All right. That's classified. I, I disagree with you guys. This good old boy Harmy telling you that don't listen to them. They've been drinking. <laughs> First off, Justin thinks he's a writer. Maury has changed his mind on this whiskey too many times. I and I, I have to disagree right now. The I well, did you did you review this, Bob? Because I want to disagree with you as well. No, I'm the one that <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, okay. I'm the one that started it. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, so I I. I uh, I got the apple notes. I got, I got, this is the 10 year old on steroids. This is the 10 year old on steroids. Um, it's, this is the one that wins the produce steaks, but not the uh, beefsteak tomato. But it's, he's still it's, upset about those tomatoes. I am. We don't get good tomatoes in Florida, man. Sean Connery and tomatoes. There's the, there's the episode <laughs> title. So. Sean Connery's tomatoes. Yeah. There you go. But that would be tomatoes. Tomatoes, yeah. Gotta always disagree, don't you? Yeah. No, I, see I don't always disagree. No, but I'm this talking time, about I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the honey notes were there. The apple that you said was there. I got. So you liked it or you hate fruit. it? I'm still trying to get to the punchline. I don't line. hate it. I just don't think it's as good as what you guys think it is. I think you know. Uh, I think that port really outclassed this whiskey. You've been drinking. I have been drinking, and I and I, Frank, frankly, uh, disclaimer here. His I'm not, not an Frank. Irish whiskey fan. <laughs> Well, I forgot. I've been drinking. <laughs> Good old boy, frankly. Um, this is the thing. With uh, with whiskey, I prefer scotch. And you guys know that. Irish whiskey to me has been... Uh, a friend of mine said one time, whiskey tea. Because it's triple distilled. But this is a double distilled whiskey. There is supposed to be more character here. I didn't find that on the 10-year-old. 
And on the 16-year-old, I do find it. So I agree with you. This is kind of the Scotch drinker's whiskey. Yeah, right? I, Irish I, whiskey, right? Again, it's not going to... Could you use a little water in your whiskey? No. When I drink whiskey, I drink whiskey. And when I drink water, I drink water. Yeah. Exactly. And But I'm putting water in this now just because you played that damn note. It's not going to replace your Scotch collection. No. It's going to be an adjunct to your collection. It's going to be for a day you feel like drinking something Irish. And whether that's on St. Patty's Day once a year or you've got somebody (laughs) over wants an Irish whiskey, this is a whiskey you won't be embarrassed to serve. I, I, there are other Irish whiskeys I do like. They just tend to be more expensive, you know? Well, we don't know what the price of this is. We don't? Oh. What is the price of this? Do we know? I don't know. 16. Have I seen this in South Florida? Turcotl? Really? I don't know. Uh, I, Frankly, I, I haven't. I mean, seen I, I. So how could you say you like ones that are more expensive? When we I was know introduced to this because I know uh, this isn't three hundred bucks. I was introduced as well. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's not fair to compare I know you're sixteen year dollar. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also look. I, I'm not naming other brands during a show that we're doing about Tyrconnell. Okay, but there are one other brand from Ireland that I really enjoy, and we're not going to name it today. But okay, Fred's. It's Fred's. Oh, Fred's. Fred's. Fred's with an M. Yeah. Huh? No, it doesn't begin with an M. Begins with a Z. Z. Zima. Z. Zima. No. He's a Zima lover. I'm gonna say it. He's a he's a giant horde of it in his no, cellar. No, I just look. I I think this is good whiskey, but of the of the ones we tasted today, that port finish was was where it was. At. All right. So how many sips are you gonna give it? I haven't finished my my rating, dude. So I'm the still palate. trying to figure out why he keeps calling you Frank. <laughs> What's your name, scumbag? I, you know, the uh, nose. This, this is the problem with it. the The problem is the nose promises so much it falls down on the palate. So the palate, I got it's smooth entry, honey. Got a lot of yellow fruit, a little bit of apple. The finish was a little bittersweet, and it, it reminds me kind of you know more of like a, an Indian whiskey or anything. Like, remember the Paul John Brilliance? Yes. This kind of reminds me of Paul John Brilliance. Then you should love it. I like Paul John Brilliance better. That was more intense. This is a little too subtle. This is this is whiskey tea to me, and I only gave it three sips. Damn it! Okay. Interesting. So, uh, wine enthusiast says this is a hundred dollars a bottle. Well, it's not worth a hundred dollars a bottle to me. I think uh, compared to, you know, Yellow Spot, Green Spot, which is competitor of this. Are we comparing sphere, things now? That this is a good value. I like Red Breast. There you go. I said it. Red Breast. Did you try my red breast last night? <laughs> if you want to see red breast, have him take his shirt off. He had no sunscreen yeah. on the boat. You know, actually, I, I did enjoy the 15-year-old quite a bit, but I like that 12-year-old cast strength even better. I don't have it. I, I have what it. I have. I have it. I also oh. have the 21. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that, that, there's, there's, your, there's your more expensive one that we're yeah. talking about. Uh, I, I'm not aware of the price on those. The the 21, you don't want to know. No. They're, they're, it's it's it ridiculous. Is. They've got so many barrels in warehouse, but they keep putting that price up there. Did, did right. everybody review this one, yeah. Mr. Connell? Are we done with this? Yeah. Well, you know, listen, what, did, what did everybody think? I mean, I, you know, I think overall. it was. I think they're well-made whiskeys. I love the fact that they're experimenting with cask finish. We really haven't seen that on the Irish whiskey market. I think the double distilling instead of triple. That's you know, I really applaud them not. for that, dude. I, they, the, I but I just think them. that maybe their dis, their distillation they're still going a little bit too light. I, I would love for them to try a single distilled version to see how much original flavor would be left i don't think anybody does a single distilled whiskey no, do they no they're all double i just that think it would be interesting you can't get it high i, I would i would point out that the stills that this came off of that the distillery that actually made this made that uh that <coughs> irish whiskey that i got that you guys tried from the scotch malt whiskey side that single barrel the one that was you know the the one that God's shown on, yeah. one of the finest whiskeys I've ever had and absolutely the finest mm-hmm. Irish whiskey I have ever had in my entire life. That same thing stills? Was, well, it's same still. Cooley. Are these, but yeah, I know Cooley, but uh, are Cooley, yeah. these are all pot still, all copper pot stills? Or are they using all a copper com- pot? They're no, not they're using a combination pot and, and column? No column. Yeah. No column. No, traditional Irish whiskey. So it came from the same place. So. Yeah, this these guys have shown they can make some amazing. I'd like to see whiskey. the sixteen year at cast strength. I think that'd be a winner. Oh, absolutely. I, uh, I, more than the single. For me, the winner still is yes. that port cast, but I'm still sipping on the sixteen year. I'm not pouring it out by by any means. But I can't. No, give it four I wouldn't sips. let you pour it out. I'd shoot you and take it before I let you pour it out. Could we do that now? You could just take it without <laughs> shooting me. We got Sean. Always Connery violence to do it. with these guys. Just hit him with a tomato. <laughs> 
Well, that's all the time we have today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can catch all of our episodes online as well as on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host. iTunes, Google Play, and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search for Sip Sud Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. Be sure to tap subscribe and the show will always be on your phone. We love your feedback and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Sip Sud Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You can also interact with the thousands of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor, and please take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. It's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. I want to thank our co-host. Thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. Always a pleasure to be here in the basement, although it is a little bit damp today. Perhaps we can put in a dehumidifier. Yeah, well, that's not happening. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Bob. And thank you, Harm. Today it was a pleasure to be here, even though you fed me Irish whiskey instead of scotch. But hey, thank you. I'll give you a tomato. So tomato. <laughs> Always got to be disagree. a beef stick. <laughs> <laughs> for Sib Says and Smokes, this is Made Man Bob, and we thank you for joining us. And remember, life is too short to drink cheap whiskey. It is never too short to drink cheap whiskey. There is good cheap whiskey out there. Don't listen to this man. He is steering you wrong. <laughs> Says the man who's concerned about tomatoes. Life's too short to drink bad whiskey. That's exactly right, That's Maury. right, Maury. Fine. <laughs> it's quite pungent. Yep. Tanhand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your hosts, the good old boys, will see you all next time.